But the question is, is this a Stanley Cup final preview tonight, Oilers and Leafs? And while I voted yes, I do kind of get tired of being this fish swimming upstream, but I've also, I'm used to it. Like 82% of people say, no, it's not a Stanley Cup final preview tonight, the Oilers and the Leafs. And I'm like, well, I kind of think that it might be. And I get a real, okay, so I said yes. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. It's me, the champ. We're live, I believe, and in color. It's the RP Show, episode number 1160 of your favorite daytime sports talk show. We are coming at you on Game Plus Television. Key Radio, that's WQEE, where we are Atlanta's NHL show and CFL show. Your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE. And also live on the streams. Coming up with the program today, a guy who was recently anointed the voice of Edmonton Sports. Jason Greger is going to be with us from Sports 1440 Radio. And my very dear friend, NHL super pest, Matthew Barnaby. He's going to be with us an hour, too. But speaking of close friends, let's bring in Darren Moose DuPont. He is in the land of rape and honey. And for those that got offended by that, Darren, explain. Explain, please. I honestly don't know if I can really explain it properly, but Tisdale, Saskatchewan, Canada, if you want to know where that is, you got to go to the map. And you got to zoom in on Saskatchewan, then you got to zoom in some more, and then zoom in some more past that. It's not that small of a town, but uh, we're here in uh, in the cold prairies, and uh, they they call the town. That's their slogan: the land of rape and honey. It's on the town sign as you uh, as you come Is in. Is it still? Uh, I was going to ask see you that. I thought they today, took it down. Check it out. Yeah, I thought they had to take it down. So it's the home of Brenton Butt for fans of Corner Gas. Uh, the host and writer of that, the star, and Darren is there for the Provincial Women's Curling Championship. So it all works out very nice again. Director Jordan, can you hit the quick six show horn? And we'll get down to business. We'll quit Mickey. We'll quit Mickey Mousen. I kind of like this thing where we, we talk about the big story. And producer Clark has changed my mind today. He changed my mind. You know, we are a product of our environment. And I was running today at Johnny O's Gymnasium listening to ESPN Radio. As I said to Serena, it takes me out of my head and I enjoy it. And what were they talking about? Coaching changes, coaching carousels, and where's Belichick going to go? And where's Harbaugh going to go? Or is he going to stay? Blah, blah, blah. And I thought, well, maybe that would be a, big, a good poll question. And then I realized, dink, hello. We are on national television in Canada. The big story is this, Clark. It's this. Placeline Edmonton. Ryan McLeod had a goal and an assist as the Edmonton Oilers rallied past slumping Toronto 4-2 for its franchise record 11th consecutive victory Tuesday night. Leon Dreisaitl, Derek Ryan, and Evan Bouchard also scored for the Oilers, who erased a 2-0 deficit to improve to 19-3 in their last 22 games. Stuart Skinner. Skinner! Made 22 say 25 saves, and Connor McDavid picked up an assist to extend his point streak to 11. For the Leafs, wah, wah, wah. Austin Matthews and Morgan Riley scored for the Maple Leafs, who have lost four in a row. Matthews got his NHL leading third. 
I believe it's Clark that puts those sound effects in. Austin Matthews got his NHL leading thir 34th goal just 27 seconds in. So I think about this. The coffee shop door opens. Jingling. Sit down. What are we talking about, boys? I'm talking about the Leafs and the Oilers and what happened last night. We'll get to the coaching carousel. But where we're from and where it matters is this, and it brings up the poll question. If I may, sorry, it's for Key Auto Group. At the Key Auto Group, we're driven by safety, as you know. Experience peace of mind with our comprehensive multi-point inspections. Visit keyautogroup.ca for automotive excellence. The question is, should Sheldon Keefe be fired? Oh, it wasn't just enough that Clark said all of Canada's raging, and for sure the Leafs nation about the Leafs losing last night. But then Darren dumped gas on the fire, and or was it Clark that said, did Craig Button came out and said if the Leafs can't figure out how to play defense, they need to get a coach in there who does. So Craig Button now... The anointed insider of all insiders in the NHL is now calling for a coaching change to the Leafs. That's what I heard. So, the, so it's interesting. The YouTube feed, the majority is saying, no, they shouldn't fire Sheldon Keefe, last I saw. And on Twitter, the majority are saying, yes, they should fire Sheldon Keefe. Put me down for a yes. Because firing people's always fun. And you get hired to be fired, right? So if you're not winning, fire the coach. That's how it works. So put, put me down as a yes. That's my opening ramble. Over to you. Um, put me down as a yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know that it's going to happen or should happen now, but I think it's going to at some point, or at least it's trending that way. And it reminds me a lot of the Oilers situation. Super talented team, underperforming. Now, the Leafs aren't underperforming like the Oilers were at the beginning of the year. Like, it's not even close to being that bad. And Sheldon Keefe talked about it after the game last night. He said... You know, when they asked about the four-game slide, they've lost leads and everything, gave up leads in every single one of those games. He's like, it wasn't that long ago. We just won four in a row. We're talking about how great things were. It was like a week ago, guys. A week. A week ago. <laughs> well, you're only as good as is your last game, um, you know, in your last uh, few games. If this trend continues, though, you said, you know, you talk about the Leafs playing as hard as they need to. That's kind of the deal. Came out. Scored 27 seconds in, boom, got up to a 2-0 lead, boom, and then, okay, I guess we're done tonight, and then let teams win in the second and third periods. It's happening way too often that they're not engaged for 60 minutes, so I think it's inevitable they'll make a change at some point. Sure, if, and I told you guys uh, in the morning meeting, Brad Tree Living was hired as general manager in the summer. He sat down with Sheldon Keefe, and Brad Tree Living is a fantastic hockey man. He made the deliberation that Sheldon Keefe is the guy to lead this team at that time. But if you can't win, you gotta go. Sorry. And I want to ask you this before we move on to other things, because there are fans of other teams watching. And let me sprinkle in a couple comments. Remind me about Leaf fans and their knowledge. Keep that in your mind, Darren, please remind me of this. But I just want to go to the phone, the text line for Sober Carpenter. David Magyar in Winnipeg writes in and says, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. The Leafs have lost four in a row. Reach for the panic button. Fire the coach. Crank up the trade machine. Overreaction times in Toronto. It's just the way that it is. And Ted in Edmonton writes in and says, you can't get used to any good player here as they always get traded away. Hard to build loyalty. Ted sounds like the woman who cohabits this house, Serena. She gets upset. They traded Gretzky. They traded Ryan Smith. All the good ones leave. I would say this to you, Ted. It's better to have loved and lost 
than to have never loved at all. Go ahead and love those players. Eventually, they'll probably leave, but what are you going to do? Not cheer for them? Your heart's going to get broken, pal. But it's worth it. It'll be so worth it. Now, to the Leafs fans, before we move on, because there are fans of all the other teams watching now, too. Do they actually know, Darren? Do you think they know? Because I had fun yesterday saying how I went into that Florida Panthers Facebook group for about two seconds. Read comments, out. You people have no clue. You have no idea. And in Saskatchewan with the Rough Riders, where I was the voice for 20 years, you couldn't fool the fans there. You know that. You're from there, too. You couldn't fool them. You couldn't snow them. You couldn't go on the air. You couldn't write a blog. You couldn't tweet because they'd sniff it out like a fart in the car. And I noticed that in Calgary, too, where I've spent a lot of time the last two years. The Flames, the flames can't snow the fans because they know hockey. And I think Edmonton's the same. The Oilers can't snow them. But in Toronto, do they know? Or do they not know? Because they seem to me to be the poster for, for mental health. I know, I'm, I'm good for that. Good questions. Yeah, it's a great question. You know, I, I want to say that, yes, for the most part, the fan, base is, the fan base knows. I mean, especially the older fan base that's been around for a while. But I think you see this with all fan bases, but it's heightened in Toronto um, and, and markets that are just really big and, and you know, have, have the larger fan bases. You see it with the Dallas Cowboys in the NFL where fans just get irrational. And when things like this happen, they don't think clearly. So the knowledge goes out the window. You just get irrational and say, that player is the worst player I've ever seen. That's what we did with Cody Cece. Right? Leaf fans said that about Cody Cece. Now, he hasn't lit the world on fire, but he's still a good National Hockey League defenseman. But there were the comments that he shouldn't even be playing in the East Coast League, you know, let alone the American Hockey League. You know, so we, we overreact. This guy's bad. This guy's bad. Um, but when, when things like this happen and it's trending for a long time, I mean, they're, they're, they're looking at setting a record for the a team for the Leafs that have given up the most leads in losses, that have blown the most leads in Leaf history. They're getting close. So that tells me that you're not engaged for 60 minutes. But, uh, yeah, we'll see uh, where it that's, goes. That's not new. So the coach has got to go, and that's why we both, both voted yes. And, by the way, you mentioned the Dallas Cowboys fans. It's similar to the Dolphins or any NFL or college team. It is America, and they know. They know. They know the game. Here. So the NFL teams can't snow their fans because they know. And I just wonder in Toronto if they know because I get the sense that they don't. Anyways, moving on, the rest of the country is going, thank you. In Winnipeg, Kyle Connor scored into an empty net after a 16-game absence, and Mason Appleton snapped the 25-game goal drought to help Winnipeg get back to its winning ways with a 4-2 victory over the Islanders in Calgary. Yegor Govich scored a power play goal late in overtime to complete Calgary's 3-2 comeback win against Arizona. Nazem Kadri had a goal and a helper, and Blake Coleman also scored for the Flames, who won their fourth in a row. And in Ottawa, Miko Rantanen scored twice, and Colorado closed with four unanswered goals in the third period to beat Ottawa 7-4. Now I watched that game, because they do... Remember that old court surfing we used to do on the score when I was on the score? The courts that would jump around. And diamond surfing with the baseball, whatever they called it. NHL Network does that. So you get to watch bits and pieces of every game. And I really enjoy that. And it was 4-3 Ottawa after two periods over Colorado last night at the Canadian Tire Center. And I'm like, yeah, 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 they'll blow it. And they did. 
<laughs> I mean, this, this is all so boring compared to talking about the Leafs and the tire fire that they are. So in the time that we have left in this segment, I'll switch it over to football. And then next segment, we'll get into uh, the weekend NFL divisional games. I want to talk about the CHL top 10 because your Saskatoon Blades are the number one team in the nation. Bet Regal breakaway bets will probably push until next hour. But so as I was running today, Johnny O's gymnasium and Johnny O is there, by the way, he likes to stand by the treadmill. It's a great day, Rod. And I always say they all are, Johnny. I'm listening to that and I got my headphones on listening to Adam Schefter, who today he was just taking up space on ESPN radio because they brought him on to talk about the coaching carousel in the National Football League. And they're like, Adam, what's going to happen in Dallas? And Adam Schefter goes, it's anybody's guess. <laughs> and I'm like, clearly his sources aren't that great in Dallas. Basically, only Jerry knows. Would that surprise you? No. Only Jerry Jones knows what he's going to do with Mike McCarthy. But I'm wondering how closely you're following the Jim Harbaugh situation. Because he's interviewed with the Chargers, and he's now interviewed with the Falcons. But now he's talking contract extension in Michigan. I'm, I'm assuming you've heard that. Yeah, and that'll be on the table. <laughs> when I look <coughs> across Bet Regal, and I look at some of the other odds too, because you, know, you compare some of the other books and, and stuff that's posted, um, returning to Michigan is right up there as best odds for Jim Harbaugh. It's not the best odds. I think the Chargers still are. But, um, you know, fit matters for Jim. You know, where is he going to give himself the best chance to win a Super Bowl? Because that's the only reason he'd come back to the National Football League is to win a Super Bowl and, and add that to his resume and his trophy case. So, you know, after meeting with the Chargers, it's as much the team interviewing Jim as it is Jim interviewing the team, right? To see, okay, what's your, what's your plan as an organization at quarterback? How much roster, you know, conversations can we have and control will I have over who we sign and who we draft and, and what we do, right? And what is that relationship like? So if he starts to move around and talk extension and go to other teams, it's because he's not hearing what he wants to hear. But also he's earned the right to take his time. And I think teams are going to wait to see where he goes first before making a move. That's why I find this time of year, I, I would encourage anybody to go read my award-winning commentary at rodpeterson.com right now that runs on Sask Radio and LTT Radio, because I talked about this, you know, in brevity, because it's only a 90-second commentary, but, you know, look at a guy like Adam Schefter. He's the number one insider, right, in the NFL. There's no doubt that he has no idea where these guys are going to go. Now, he broke the story that Tom Brady was going to Tampa. All, all the biggest stories Adam Schefter breaks, but right now, nobody knows what's going to happen. So it's caused all this speculation. And my football guys, and there are some football guys that are in my club that I go to my meetings with, and some are in there, and they say that they think that Belichick's going to Atlanta. But I, again, I don't think anybody really knows. It's a very difficult game, that insider game. That's why Billy Lindsay, you know how close Billy Lindsay and I have gotten to be the Panthers great. You know, he looked me up because I didn't know him before I got here to South Florida. He's like, you've done every single thing there is to do in this business. I'm like, yes, I have, Billy. And I've settled on this is what I want to do. Host a talk show. I don't want to be an insider. I don't want to be the play-by-play -play guy. I don't want to. This is exactly what I want to do because the insider stuff is not easy.
And I think I listened to interviews like Schefter's today, different than John Q. Public or Susie Sixpack does. You know, because I'm sitting there listening going, he's not really saying anything. But I'm darn sure he's getting paid for it. I'm pretty sure about that. And, you know, from the CFL vein, I look at Jeff Reinbold. Are you following this? The Rainbow Warrior? Is this the Hang Ten? The guy that appears on this show every Monday, Jeff Reinbold? How about the that? CFL iconic quarter, uh, coach? It's been reported that he's going to the University of Hawaii. And then he came out and said he's not going to the University of Hawaii. That no contract's been offered in Hamilton. That's what he told me on the weekend. And yet I got a call yesterday, and don't worry, guy that called me who watches the show every day. I'm not going to tell anybody that it was you. But he goes, here's the deal on the Reinbold thing. So just sit tight. And I'm like, so a lot of people are running around looking silly because it's, it's, it's not easy, especially the CFL, where it's a, it's a shell game. What you see isn't really what you see in the Canadian Football League. It's hard. Okay. I know you got some thoughts. Don't move on those. We'll be right back. We're in the warm-up, and we're live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Need a champion for your charity event? An all-star for your seminar? How about an Olympian to give a winning keynote speech? EMJ Marketing is the place to go. EMJ Marketing is one of Canada's top speaker bureaus, with some of Canada's most recognizable athletes and entertainers on their roster. EMJ also represents a wide range of impactful keynote speakers and MCs. So whether you need to fill a spot on stage or someone to arrange the entire event, do it with one stop, EMJ Marketing. Take the first step to success for your next event. Visit emjmarketing.com. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, y'all, uh, a message for our... Saskatchewan viewers, and it remains our number one region for viewership, by the way. The Telemiracle Online 5050 is live right now. Please support Saskatchewan's charity. They've come to us to help get the word out for them. And you can do so by buying your Telemiracle5050.com tickets right now. You just got to be 18 years of age or over and physically in the rectangle to buy yours. We're going to be selling them until February 23rd. Winner gets half the pot. And the other half goes to Telemiracle 48. Visit Telemiracle.com to learn how the Kinsman Foundation is helping people every day in Saskatchewan to improve their independence and quality of life. Let's bring the moose in. I'm loving, loving, loving the audience questions and comments today. They're just fantastic. As you can see, I'm in a wonderful mood today. I had to sit and examine as to why that was. And it's been a couple reasons. I'm on the air with you, Darren, talking to our best friends. And then right after this, we're going to do the Panthers podcast, Panthers Lightning podcast. Doug McLean's coming into the studio at Podcast Junkies. That's right, that guy, Doug McLean. A lot of our younger viewers would only remember him as the guy from Sportsnet. But we know he was the head coach of the Columbus Blue Jackets and Florida Panthers and took him all the way to the 1996 Stanley Cup final. 
Doug McClain coming in. And then tonight, the Detroit Red Wings are here taking on the Panthers, and it's Matthew Kachuk bobblehead night. And I want to make something very clear. I do have a list that I've compiled of people that want Matthew Kachuk bobbleheads. So I'm going to get as many as I can. The Panthers are really good with that for me, but within reason. And it's uh, a lot of them is friends of mine that I made in Calgary that are huge Kachuk fans. And they're like, can you get me uh, a Kachuk bobblehead? I'm like, I, I can certainly try. And I've seen the bobblehead. It's, it's, a, it's got a mouth guard. He's munching on it. It's awesome. Most of them are like, literally, pick this check. This guy looks the closest to the guy. You know what I mean? No, this is actually an exact Matthew Kachuk bobblehead. And then some are some Panthers fans that watch our show, the uh, Cats and Bolts podcast. So I'm excited about that. So, yeah, life is great. Um, Don Mitchell, Navy Don, checks in. He says, stay under the radar, Jets. Let the chattering classes concentrate on Edmonton and Toronto. Darren, I'm entrusting you with this. When I'm dead and gone, and I don't expect that to be for quite a while, but write down a lot of my biggest sayings, because people are going to look back like Hemingway, Mark Twain, and they're going to go, this guy was an absolute genius, and we didn't know it at the time. That's going to happen. So you ain't never going to get credit. Put that on the 117th floor of my tombstone. You ain't never going to get credit. So Winnipeg and Jets fans, stop worrying that people aren't talking about you. Don gets it. He's in the Navy, though. He's got discipline. I know him well. Bill Belichick won six Super Bowls and just got his ass fired. What does that tell you? You aren't, it doesn't matter. You will never get credit. So don't stop thinking about it. Okay, Darren, that's my TED talk. Agree or disagree? Yeah, you can't worry about that. You know, whether people give you credit or not, because it's not coming. And you know what? It's completely out of your control, whether you get the credit that you deserve or that's, you know, it goes along with it. You're just never going to get it. So you can't worry about it. You know, you often talk about, you know, running a horse race and the horses have the blinders on, right? You can't worry about what the others are doing. You can't worry about what they're saying on the broadcast while you're running the race, if they're giving you credit or what the fans are yelling. You just got to go out and run your race and keep doing your thing and keep winning and hope that over time people will appreciate what you've done and see it for what it is. And that's in any sport, whether you're an athlete, whether you're a coach, whether you know at your own job, you're not getting the credit you deserve. If you keep putting your head down at work, the, the job will speak for itself. But until it doesn't, that's the point. I'm not sure even you're listening, Grasshopper, with my <laughs> haters that I deal with every day, and I got a lot. For the longest time, I sat there and said, I've written two best-selling books. I was the voice in pro football for 20 years. I got two championship rings, a major junior hockey, did the world juniors. I've done all these things. How come they're still up on my ass? And then I realized they're always going to be up on your ass. It doesn't matter what you did. So forget them. So Winnipeg Jets fans, don't worry that you're not getting the credit. Just keep doing what you're doing. That's it. And I think the Jets know that. Speaking of, John Ohm writes in and says, say hi to Johnny O from Johnny Ohm in Canada. How about that? Oh, Johnny O is a real beauty here. Trent is watching in Norway. He writes in, he says, Norway here. 
Craig Button was emotional in his Sheldon Keefe commentary. But when the Leafs are asked to play defense, they ignore the message. It's time to stop overreacting. Deal with the facts. Did you see the in-question Craig Button video? I'm almost feeling like I need to go back and watch it. Yeah. I was watching the post-game coverage. I just, you know, settled into my hotel room, um, you know, around 11 o'clock last night. Between 11 and 12, I just checked in, and I put on SportsCenter, and I watched. And, you know, it's what he said. You know, he, he didn't say you need to fire the coach now, but he said if, if they're not going to figure this out, they need to make a move and bring in a coach who can get that message across and tell these guys and teach these guys how to play defense. It's worth a watch, and you'll find it on SportsCenter. Can I tell you a story? They actually made it into a social media graphic. Now that I think about it. Can I tell you a story? Please. I, I stopped listening after I heard you say your hotel that you settled into in Tisdale. I want to tell you a story about that lobby. I've been in it. And I was having coffee one day with a guy that came up to me and his name was John and he was missing a leg. True story. And I feel like you were in the vicinity and you might have actually met that John. Am I right? Yep. I had, he had a long ponytail and certain people are going to know exactly who I'm talking about. He had a long ponytail, one leg. And he goes, I'm sorry to interrupt, but you, I need to, I'm feeling compelled to introduce myself to you. My name's John. He goes, I'm a former biker. I'm in recovery. I'm an ordained minister. He had quite a story, this John. <laughs> and we connected right away, like fast. Couple of souls. And um, I asked him for his last name at the end of our meeting. You know what he said? You're not getting my last name because we only deal with first names. And I said, why is that? And he goes, ah, it's from the biker world. When the cops start asking questions, you don't, you don't want to know each other's last name. Just call me John. He's in my phone as John, one leg. <laughs> one day you're going to have to, uh, somebody's going to have to explain to me how these things keep happening to me. I don't know. But I still talk to John. I ain't going to, I've ended up finding out his last name, by the way. But every yeah. single thing he said was true about himself. And uh, we've, we've, we've become very close friends. I love that's, it. That's, that's, that's another book for you to write. And I know the title of it. Yeah. The title of it is, he's in my contacts, dot, dot, dot. And just scroll through, <laughs> pick a contact, tell a story. Wouldn't that be a great book? I don't know that the world's ready for that. Yeah, I'm not sure the world's... You should see what's in my phone. Amber, Tampa Bay. But then it would be I like... I don't even remember how that got in would be like, But then you'd be scrolling, and then it'd be like, Michael Irvin. How the hell's he in your contact? He is. And you'd take... And then there'd be a story. It'd be a great chapter. Hey, Kelly Rempel, you're right between Kelly McCrimmon and Kelly Rohde. Congratulations. Um... Edwards Edwards, that's the name. Edwards Edwards writes in and says, Rod, little brother Edwards here. We are doing the Blades game versus the Hitman Friday night. What's he talking about? 
I don't know. Maybe going to the game, I hope. Okay. Wouldn't do in the game. Jeff, yeah, I'm not sure. Jeff Bowes writes in and says, what year was it that all the Canadian teams missed the NHL playoffs? It has taken a long time for all those teams to get to this high level. Well, I, this just popped into my head. I love what we got going on here because you're the Leafs fan with producer Clark. Serena's the Oilers fan. This morning, she gets up, <gasps> so happy to see that the Orders have beaten the Leafs. And then all of a sudden, she's like, what's the NHL record for wins in a row? Because they've got 11. I'm like, oh, my God, here we go. I said, it's Pittsburgh, 17. Look it up. In 1993. But that, that's Order fans. They ride the escalator, too. It's just not as sharp a drop-off as Flames. And, and I would say that I'll take the Flames because uh, I spent the time there. They've been very good to me. Yeah, I'll say that I'm a Flames follower more than anybody else. I'm not really a fan of anybody in Canada. Uh, Kevin, the medium, was doing sales for us. He was a Vancouver fan, or is a Vancouver fan, but he's not with us anymore. He had to go get a real job. Allen in Saskatoon writes in and says, the CFL is a weird place, <laughs> unless you're on the inside. And even then, it's a head game. Rod was one of the best on the inside, and we miss that. Well, hopefully they find somebody else to pick up the mantle and do that. But it sure the hang ain't me now. I have no idea. Oh. Jeff Bowes writes in and says, Bill Ranford played high school hockey in Summerside. Okay. Random facts. Greg Dimler writes in and says, the Leafs have some of the best forwards in the NHL. The rest of the team is blah. Exciting to watch, but not Stanley Cup. Not a Stanley Cup team. Uh... Trent says, yes, I saw the YouTube clip this morning in Norway. Nothing held back from Craig Button. Right on the button. Jordan S. says the Leafs should trade Marner for defense. Should they trade Marner? You're the resident Leaf guy. Tell me. No, I don't think so. I don't think you, you mess with that. Again, I don't think you look at the roster. I, I am not a believer of... There's an issue, let's blame somebody and let's just make a move. And that's going to fix it instead of hard work, right? Everybody wants to say, oh, I'll just get a new thing and that'll fix everything. No, what's going to fix everything is just working hard, actually executing the game plan, listening, difficult things, right? There's not just make a move and everything will be better. Oh, I'll get a better job, make more money, and then I'll be happy. No, no, you have to be happy. Put in the work. Make yourself happy, despite the circumstances. There's enough talent there to win. You just have to put in the work. Do we have Gregor yet, Clark? Okay. Moose, I'll see you in hour two. And at that time, it'll be NFL weekend divisional playoff game talk, our bet regal NHL bet. So get ready. You bet. We're going to the city of champions next. Jason Greger from Sports 1440. Stick around. We'll be right back on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live.
Are you struggling in life, perhaps feeling hopeless, or even battling an addiction that's taking your life down the drain? It's time you made the decision to stop the struggle and contact Peterson Recovery. Hi, Rod Peterson here, and I've been a licensed recovery coach since 2017, helping athletes, entertainers, and soldiers get their lives back and go on to lead a happy life. Now, I'd like to help you. Mental health is real, and sometimes all it takes is some guidance from someone who's been there. Follow Peterson Recovery on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and DM me or email petersonrecovery at AOL.com. It's never too late. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Hey, everybody. Uh, a reminder, an important one. Canada's top men's curling teams are thick into the season, and their eyes are firmly focused on the 2024 Montana's Briar in Regina, presented by AGI, and tickets are on sale now. Single draw tickets range in price from $24 to $70, depending on the draw and seat selection. Kid tickets are all just $9.99. Go to curling.ca slash tickets to get yours now. Don't wait. The Scotties is almost sold out in Calgary. Yes, the Otters won last night, 4-2 over the Leafs. Let's bring in Jason Greger. And Jason, if you don't mind, I do want to say, first of all, condolences to your close friends, John Short and Robin Brownlee. Uh, can we talk about that for a second? And the hole sure, yeah. that it leaves in, in, in Edmonton media and uh, what they meant to you specifically. Because I didn't grow up listening or reading John Short, but I was a huge fan of Robin Brownlee. That was a kick in the pills for, uh, especially you guys, but for sports media in general. Yeah, John was, you know what, he was he was the guy really kind of the first sports talk radio guy in the country. And uh, really, I think, I had many people who, who grew up listening to him. You know, I, I know for, there's many people that back then is clock radio. And, you know, you had the clock radio in your room and you put it under the cover so your parents didn't know you were listening and you'd fall asleep to it uh, night after night. It was amazing. It was really like a, you know, I didn't know it at the time, but I was kind of learning sports talk radio just by listening. And then obviously I had the pleasure of my career started with John. I owe him a lot. Uh, you know, he gave me my first opportunity and worked with him for many years. And so he was just a gem of a guy. I helped out a lot of different people uh, over the years, lots of young broadcasters. And just with advice, it wasn't overbearing by any stretch of the imagination. And he could talk any sport, man. Like his his motto was any sport, any time, Doc. Uh, and he lived it. So it was great. And then Robin's uh, been working on my show for and and writing together at Oilers Nation for over 15 years, and you know he had a sudden heart attack last Thursday and passed, and it leaves his wife uh, Anna Lynn and uh, son Sam. And uh, if you don't mind, we do have a GoFundMe page set up at Sports1440.ca right on the front page. Anybody wants to help out, it's a uh, you know it's obviously devastating time for them, and uh, you know Anna Lynn's now a single mom with the the son, so uh, we're just trying to help him out through a, a really tough emotional time and what's probably going to be a little bit tougher financially moving forward. Um, if I don't mind, are you kidding me? I didn't, I didn't know about it. So thank you for promoting it. And just to take a bit of a hairpin, um, Scruffy, in the column that he writes for RodPeterson.com, said, Jason Greger is now the voice of Edmonton Sports. And I thought, oh, I got to ask Greger about that. I wouldn't disagree. But uh, how do you feel about Scruffy's anointing you as that? That's heady, heady, heady footsteps there, man. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'll uh, I'll let others talk about me in that way. That's uh, it's nice that anybody <laughs> considers me like that. So that's uh, that's great. But um, you know what? Hey, it's great to you know. I love talking sports. It's a passionate sports market, and and right now the uh, the, the fans are pretty excited because uh, the Oilers are good. 
deftly switching topics, Gregor. You're good, you. You're good. And speaking of that, of all those great Oiler teams, they never won 11 in a row like this one. So, man, talk, talk, go. Your thoughts. Well, and I, 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 you know me, Roddy, I love doing research. I, I think it's important to point out that there's been 64 times in NHL history that a team has won uh, 10 or more games. 38 of them have come since 06. The, the shootout has definitely helped some teams because before, now there used to be overtime back in the 80s and 90s, right? But, uh, and it was different versions, four on four, five on five, and obviously now it's three on three. But the shootout guarantees a winner, whereas before there was ties. So that does skew it a little bit, but still, you know, the orders have gone nines. Here's one thing that it is, uh, uh, you know, you can't change regardless of the game. Uh, nine straight for the orders where they've only allowed two goals. And everybody knows about the Orders offense. We, we've, the Orders are the best scoring team in the league for a few years, but they struggled at being good defensively. They all talked about it at the end of last year. They all said at the start of this year, and then they fell on their face. I, I think they might have put a little bit too much pressure on themselves early on, to be honest. Um, but uh, they found their way. You, you can overlook Chris Knobloch and Paul Coffey, what they've done in changing a lot of things around the team, just confidence. Uh, you know, the penalty kill has been great. And they've really, uh, with Mark Stewart running it now, it's basically just the same guys, Rod. There used to be a lot of different people getting PK time. Now it's four defensemen and basically six forwards, and that's it. Now Dryside will get some time if there's a one of the six forwards is in the box or they need a, a lefty face-off guy. But um, other than that, it's it's really been a team effort. Their goaltending's been great. Stewart Skinner's been unreal here as of late. Um, they're, they're getting balanced scoring. Ryan McLeod has three game winners. In this 11-game uh, winning streak, he only had one in his career prior. So, you know what? You get contributions up and down your lineup, Rod. Uh, you got a much better chance to win. And the orders aren't relying on their power play. It's only 17% in this winning streak. And that's probably the best news for the orders because you know their power play is going to get better. And if they can win without it, that's a good sign. Well, I don't know how you... One of the things I respect you about the most is keeping your head while everybody around you is losing theirs. And I said, you know, I saw the stat Skinner's won 15 of the last 17. And like order fans didn't want to hear it. You and I talked about the fact that they do have NHL caliber goaltending the last time that you were on. I just, man, they, they just, they're, they're passionate up there and I, and I get it. I guess my question to you is what do you think this team's capable of? Because they're proving they're top five in the NHL, right? As, as a team. Yeah, I think, you know, at the start of the year, you look at people across the league, most people had Edmonton as a top four or five team, right? So they didn't start that way, but they're there now. And, what, you know, the, the same weaknesses I thought at the start of the year, I thought that that was something Ken Holland would address at the trade deadline, and I still believe that. I think he wants to uh, get some speed and size more on his fourth line. I think, you know, you look at Vegas's fourth line last year, man, it was, it was incredible. It was dynamic. And you know what? They, they don't have to score a ton. But they need to be able to to sometimes keep momentum going or sometimes start the momentum streaks. And I, and I think that's what they're going to need more of for them. Now, Dylan Holloway's one guy internally, but I, I still could see them making two additions there on top of Holloway at the dead. Not big numbers. Like Corey Perry, of course the Orders would want Corey Perry. He's a free player, right? There's lots of teams that are going to want him. Um, the advantage the Orders have is they're actually good right now. So, you know, you're a veteran UFA and you're looking around the league and you're like, okay, well, where do I want to go? Now, it, you know, his family has a big part in that decision. And, uh, hey, I'm from Edmonton. I love Edmonton. Don't get me wrong. But I also know it's, you know, it's the northernmost city uh, of all the, uh, all the cities in the NHL. And, uh, you know, for some people, if you're American, you don't really want to come there. I, get, I don't take it personally. Trust me. There's not a lot of places in the States I want to live. So I don't take it personally. That's just, it's what you know. And a lot of us like to go where we know. So 
Um, you know, I don't know if Corey Perry's going to come here. I do know 100%, Rod, that the Oilers have interest and they've expressed their interest to Corey Perry's camp. And I know he has interest in Edmonton, but I can't say, you know, if they're the leader by any stretch, that would be, just be lying. And I, I don't have the answer to that. So I think Corey Perry's someone they'd like to get because you don't have to give up anything. And then you can make a few other moves, not big name moves, Rob, but just good, solid depth guys. Like I think a lot of teams would have went after Dickinson if Chicago didn't uh, didn't uh, resign him, right? So um, and and look to give him a contract. So which I think he's going to get a, a you know a big extension here soon. But um, you know Dickinson's a a player that hey who knows maybe they shock us and and they do move him, but he'd have a lot of interest and he'd be ideal. Like he is a really good player. I know Vancouver wa- viewers might be saying, "What are you talking about?" But go look at Jason Dickinson's career, Rod, pre Vancouver and post-Vancouver. For whatever reason, it just didn't work in Vancouver, but he's a really good player. Can you answer this in 90 seconds because it's burning on me, and I mean, I don't want to text you outside our shows. So I'll ask you now. What exactly is the Jeff Jackson thing? Because people have told me that he's now the GM and Ken Holland's being shuffled out. You just said Holland will make a move or he may not at the trade deadline. When the orders were here in Sunrise, I was in the press box. Ken Holland looks every bit the man in charge. So what exactly is the deal there? Yeah, so Jeff Jackson's a CEO. He replaced Bob Nicholson, right? So he oversees everything. Do, does, uh, you know, if Ken Holland's going to make a move and stuff, does does he consult with him at the end? Yes. But I don't see Jeff Jackson coming in and all of a sudden being the guy in, in my conversations with people that, you know, has neutered Ken Holland. I, I think, like a lot of things, Rod, you mentioned earlier, oh, yeah, Stuart Skinner sucks. He's never going to be good. Some things get overblown at times. I, I think it's been overblown that, that Ken Holland is – is a guy who's who's not doing anything. I think that's false. Uh, I think he's heavily involved in things. But you now have someone above you that you have to, uh, you know, present things to and answer to. Um, does that mean Jackson could kibosh something? Maybe. But I think it'd be more of a he now has a voice in the conversation more than. And I don't think his voice though is necessarily trumping Ken Holland's voice. Thank you for straightening that out, Jason. Thanks for the time. Have a great day, man. Enjoy the hockey. Rod, thanks, man, and thanks for mentioning uh, Ruben and John. I appreciate it. You bet. Sports update coming up next, and audience takeover. We're live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. Hi, everybody. Uh, listen, now's the time if you want to get your questions and comments in. We got a few here. Some I got to push to next hour because they're specifically for Moose. But now is the time on the streams or the Sober Carpenter text line 902-518-3033. I'd love to hear from some of you all down there in Georgia listening on WQEE, your southern home of sports and talk. Who do you want, Atlanta, to be your next head coach after the firing of Arthur Smith? Bill Belichick, Jim Harbaugh, or somebody we've never heard about? Mike Vrabel. We do have breaking news from the Canadian Football League. The Toronto Argonauts announced today they have re-signed Canadian wide receiver Richie Sindani. The 28-year-old Sindani joined the Argos in October of 2023 and played in three games down the stretch. The 6'2", 220-pound Regina product suited up for 12 games for Hamilton last season before being released and signing with the Argos. 
As mentioned earlier to the Moose, four WHL teams made the Canadian Hockey League's top ten rankings this week. The Saskatoon Blades are ranked number one in the country, while the Prince George Cougars are number three. How the hell did that happen? The Portland Winterhawks are ranked number nine, and the Everett Silvertips are number ten. There are three games in the dub tonight. Yeah, the Blades visit the Red Deer Rebels, the Winterhawks visit the Kelowna Rockets, and the Moose Jaw Warriors host the Lethbridge Hurricanes. The sports updates are brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company. Turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience, visit commoncrown.ca. Check them out. And for Landmark Cinemas, in theaters now, Mean Girls. From the comedic mind of Tina Fey comes a new twist on the modern classic, Mean Girls, showing now at Landmark Cinemas. It's interesting. You look at this craft beer wars. They say it's a very competitive space. Um, digital media, sports talk is a competitive space. Serena's an online fitness coach and nutrition coach, very competitive space. But I sit here and think, there's not much more competitive, I don't think, than what we're doing. I heard that there are two million podcasts currently in the world. I'm not sure how many of those are active, but two million. Because, you know, when you're flying somewhere with WestJet or maybe it's Air Canada, the pilot comes on and it's like, we know we have a choice out there. Thanks for picking our airline. Dude, there's two. There's two. And the only reason I'm on this one is the flight sucked from the other one. It's like about two million podcasts and people have chosen to spend their time with us. That's competitive. And craft beer is very competitive, too. But I wouldn't say it like this. Alan in Saskatoon writes in and says, The Oilers are getting great goaltending. When goalies are hot, the team will be hot. Love the goalies. Go Oilers. As do I, Al. We got to stick together. Your whole family's goalies. For me, it's just me and my dad. My brothers weren't that smart. Um, and you can pick a good goalie out. That's why Ken Holland... Knows. Always had good goalies in Detroit, didn't he? Osgood, Vernon, Legacy was, I believe, still good. Holland knows. Takes one to know one. That's one thing when I said to Kelly Rudy in Calgary, all that time we spent there, I'm like, Kelly, do the Flames ever ask you any, anything about goaltending, consulting, to coach, help the guys out? He's like, you know, no. Why would they, right? You only got Kelly Rudy sitting. And they have a very good goaltending coach there in Jason LaBarbera. There's no doubt about that. But I'm, why, I, I, I'm the kind of guy, especially in the recovery world, use every tool in the tool belt. Every one. Don't worry about stepping on toes, hurting feelings, whatever it takes to win. But not everybody's like that. We'll be right back after this brief pause on Game Plus and Key Radio.